0: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
1: A Redwood Forest would be
0: cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. These people need to know who the hell's in charge here, what the rules are.
2: Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 203. Jamie. I can't believe it. 203, we're past 200. The Brooklyn Boys, we just recorded right before this. We recorded episode 194, and Scary and I were talking Whoa. about how we're, we're close to 200. I'm like, yeah, but Walkers and Talkers, this is it 203? Like we're over, we passed it.
1: <laughs> we did it.
2: Yeah, we're over. Oh, 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 oh! Before I forget, we are getting the uh, t-shirts sent out this week. If you ordered a Walkers and Talkers t-shirt, it's being mailed out this week. Woo! Yes, uh, my boy Matt at com. Gave me the total number of shirts ordered. Thank you, Walkers and Talkers fans. Thank, Thank you, Slices, you Brooklyn Boys fans, who also ordered when I promoted it on that show as well. So we appreciate the uh, the support. So yeah, get them at uh, brooklynboys.bigcartel.com while they still have the, um, well, they have, I guess they have to order another, at least another 12 to get the machine going again. Oh, okay. So let's get that going.
1: Let's get it going. Let's print them up.
2: Yeah, Jamie will post a picture of herself wearing the shirt uh, when she gets hers.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: Yes, yes, she will. Okay, so we're juggling multiple Walking Dead shows right now. We've got <laughs> Yes, we are. We've got <laughs> World Beyond and Fear the Walking Dead. If you don't have AMC Plus, then you're not jumping ahead. Are you ahead? Are you jumping ahead? Are you at episode 2 already of Fear?
1: No, I didn't watch it yet.
2: I've watched all 3 episodes of World Beyond, I think. I, I think? yeah, that I watched. Okay, you did watch that. You're all caught up. I yeah. have not jumped ahead on that. And I haven't jumped ahead on fear. So I'm trying to keep it to the people that don't have AMC Plus to keep it in in the same week, if that's okay. For the people. not going to do a full breakdown of World Beyond. I don't love the show. It had moments. But again, the cast is so small, nobody on the uh, value is going to die until maybe, like, the last couple episodes. Right? You can't kill one of six people.
1: It is so small. It's, It's so tiny that if one of them died, it'd be, like, drastic.
2: Right. There's only two seasons, so... They, what they needed was they needed a, another kid to leave with them and then that kid died. They needed for like the kid's like last. Just like
1: one ex, A red
2: shirt kid. Okay. A red shirt who, who like, you know, uh, Tommy. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, look out. Oh, Tommy. Oh, no, Tommy. Right, but they didn't do that. They didn't do that. I would have thought like Silas would have been that guy or Elton with his toughy suit. Oh, his
1: Tuffy Stitch.
2: His Tuffy Stitch saved his life. <laughs>
1: I love that. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, so the episode, this it, this was the interesting part of the episode. It starts off with a flashback with Huck, or uh, a.k.a. Jennifer, on a dock, on a lake, I guess, or somewhere, with a broken arm and a bloody cheek. And an old couple rescues her and takes her into Omaha, uh, which is how she started her undercover journey. Yes. Pretending to be Huck, this injured girl, and whatever her backstory was. Percy and Elton come across a weird guy and girl couple who end up being brother and sister who are camped out in the woods and Percy can tell they must live in a community based on the fact they've got food and vegetables and they're dressed well. And He, he analyzes them immediately.
1: They were clean, all that stuff.
2: <laughs> so Percy's like, let's jump these people, get some food. And so Elton says, no, let me, let me try talking to them. So he goes down and introduces himself and he befriends them and they give him food. And as they're giving him food, Percy is behind them, stealing out of their cart. Well, that's not Bad smart. Boy. I know, they,
1: right in front of them. They gave you food. They gave dude.
2: you a parsnip or a potato or something. To, a turnip. A turnip, right? A turnip. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and he's and he's stealing. So now they got to run for their lives because these two people uh, they've been found out. They run into a wooded area. Elton falls down, and walkers come up from under the ground. That are covered in flowers. Yes. It was cool. But of course, they don't kill anybody. And they get rescued by the brother and sister. Oh, this was the interesting thing. So one of them is is biting on Elton's arm. And you're like, oh, Elton's going to lose his arm. The girl's ready to chop it off. The brother and sister don't even look to see if he's wounded. Oh my God, I know. And they throw him to the ground and they're about, oh, imagine if they did. Oh my God. And they're about to do the old arm cut-off thing so the virus doesn't spread. And Percy's like, don't do it. And he's like, I'm not cut, I'm not bitten. And he has to show them he's wearing corduroy that's so thick that you can't bite through it.
1: I'm wearing toughy stitch.
2: I'm calling corduroy bullshit (laughs) that the walkers didn't bite Percy. They bit the kid wearing the corduroy that you can't bite through. Of course. Of course. So they tie the two of them up and Asha, who's the sister, takes his corduroy from him and puts it on. She's like, "Oh, oh man, that's she be- left him in his long johns." <laughs> right. Well, if you're gonna wear, you you're gonna steal from our food, we're gonna take your clothing. Yeah. So they make a big deal about uh, putting hoods on their head and going through an area where signs are like "radiation, stay out." And it turns out they were only taking them to the farming community where the rest of the, the people are. Yep. Because somehow they ended up in the same area. As everybody else, even though they split up and they almost died and they're on their own and Percy was wounded. And somehow in, in the vast expanse of, the, of, of going cross country, they end up in the same basic area.
1: They ended up watching them eat turnips and they just happened to stumble across it. Right.
2: <laughs> right. Good thing. What is that? You have a race car in your house? I think
1: someone, someone's drag racing outside my house. What
2: the hell's going on? Your TV's not on, so now you have a drag race going on.
1: I, I know. I turned the TV off, so now I have a, a dra- uh, Fast and Furious outside my house.
2: All right. Well, there you go. Uh, this, as it <laughs> happens, people. As it happens. So uh, I'm going to call I'm gonna call Huck Jennifer for the rest of this. So Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to try. Jennifer sneaks out of CRM. She has to lie to get out, and she brings Hope to see Iris, her sister. Yes. She tries to convince her to come back to CRM, but Iris doesn't want to. Felix is hiding Will because CRM sent out a task force to kill Will's group. Because if you remember, Will wanted to go and see the communications tower or whatever, the satellite. Yes. Because he didn't believe Omaha just lost communications. He thought something more nefarious was going on and he was right. So he says, look, you better hide because uh, CRM's trying to kill you. Felix joins them and, and uh, you know, he wants to kill Huck. He hates her.
1: And they get to be BFFs.
2: Right. Well, it was weird because he didn't want her to die, right? Later in the episode, he figures out that Percy is there because Percy and Elton are hiding. And Percy sees Jennifer Huck show up at, uh, at night, of course, yep. and he finds weapons, right? He knows where the weapons are kept and he takes an automatic weapon, a rifle, and he's going to shoot her in the woods.
1: Oh, he looks like if looks could kill. Yep. Yeah.
2: Well, and his gun would kill because he's yeah, got the gun. Yeah, and that because he wants to kill her because she tried to kill him. Remember? And he ran off. She yeah. She killed his. She killed his traveling mate, the magician.
1: His uncle. His
2: uncle, right? From I like, guess it's been so long, right? She killed his I uncle. I know. I forgot. And about made it that. look like Silas killed the two of them.
1: So bad. So wrong. He
2: has it in for Hawk. So even though Hawk was trying to, you know, bring them on board. It was her mission to kill everybody else. It was. And she was willing to do it. So I don't know I, you know. I know it's her mission and her mother's crazy, but I still feel like you can't do that, right? You can't. No. I don't care what her backstory is. Anyway, once Will and Felix realize that Percy's going to do this, they realize that Huck that might be the key to getting into CRM, and they need her. They need her to, you know, get information from. Beat and they home. feel like if he kills her, it'll bring a problem because this community is there under the observation and allowance of CRM. Exactly. So he's in the woods. I'm calling just bullshit on the whole scene, but she's in the woods for no reason. Now he didn't know she'd be walking around the woods for no reason. No. So he grabs a weapon and goes behind a tree or a rock or a tree. I don't remember. And he's got her in his sights. How did he know she'd be walking in the woods by herself? At that exact moment, and he knew where to go to have her in his sights. Of course,
1: on this show, the, of course they do. <laughs> Last
2: he saw her, she was in the middle of the street talking to everybody else. Now no she's point. alone. Hmm. So every time he's about to shoot her, she walks behind something—a tree, of course. This, this this thing in the middle of nowhere that was—I don't know what it was. it was. Target practice? I don't know. She's walking and she's examining it. And every time he's about to shoot her, now look—you have you have an automatic weapon. You could run up and, and just... Oh, yeah, yeah, and you wouldn't miss. So he's trying to use this automatic sniper weapon. You could take her out. You don't have to shoot her from a distance. So as he's finally going to shoot her, Will and Huck jump in front of her so he can't get a clean shot. Oh, now, my
1: God. he doesn't
2: know who Will is, so I'm not sure why he didn't also shoot Will. Right? He never met Will, to my recollection. Not, not that I know. And I don't think he's absolutely in love with Felix. He wouldn't shoot Felix. (laughs) But he should have shot Will. I don't know why he didn't assume Will was part of uh, CRM.
1: You would think anybody really there was kind of part of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So they stop him from doing that. And I guess Percy runs off in the woods because you don't see him again. Silas tries to escape the garbage dump of walkers he's working in. And the other kids find him trying to escape. By the way, he's walking up the road to escape. Wouldn't you go in the trees or go at night? I know. Do-
1: he was like, la, 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 right in the middle of the open space. And he space. walks I'm by like, their
2: clubhouse, like their little room. no
1: know. Little, like, where are oh you going? God. Are you trying you to know- escape?
2: He's like, You're going to get caught. And you did. He's like, no. Wouldn't you have a back? I know he's not the smartest guy on the show. Oh, he's really not. But wouldn't not. you have a backstory? Like, if I get caught, I'll say I was going out for food. Or, or I had I to go I- take a leak.
1: I was going to say, or I had to pee or something.
2: So they lock him in like a haunted house training facility. Where walkers are coming at him left and right, they give him a bat, and I will say this: he knows how to play baseball because he was swinging the bat like someone who plays baseball. Yeah, it, like Jeffrey Dean Morgan swings the bat like someone who doesn't play baseball. <laughs> now he, he can hit Abraham in the head. Spoiler: Abraham's dead. Taking but, it but like I, a chance. He, he doesn't swing it like a real baseball player. Silas was swinging it like Babe Ruth, yeah. like just going for the for the fences on these on these walkers. <laughs> And I guess he earned their respect because they came in. I, they didn't care if he died or not, but they made it seem like we would have rescued you if you needed it, but you didn't need our help. And apparently he did it in almost the, the record time. They were impressed by him. And He's he was strong, sorry, too. He's strong. And he was so annoyed, he kind of like walked off like, you assholes. <laughs> At some point, he's bonding with Dennis, the guy who brought him there. Yeah, who, the guy, the, the van driver. Right, who we now know is Hawk's boyfriend.
1: Yeah, her lover, would. Well,
2: I should say Jennifer's boyfriend because that comes up, so.
1: Yes, it does.
2: He's telling him that his friends may be in danger because they're with someone they don't know is a murderer. And he says, well, I'm sure your friends will be fine. He says, you don't know how dangerous Huck is. And so Dennis, not knowing who he's talking about, his girlfriend, he says, oh, you shouldn't be worried about some old battle axe named Huck. And you're like, it's your girlfriend.
1: It's your girl.
2: Exactly. Elton finds a shack with medicine in it Asha finds him, coincidentally, and says the medicine is for her. We find out later on it's for her mother. So her mother, Indira, who runs the farming area, that community, whatever it is, is dying or is sick and has to take medication. Mm. Felix and Will and Iris try to convince Jennifer that CRM killed everyone at Omaha and Campus Colony, and she doesn't believe it. Why would they do that? Something like that would have had to go through my mother. In other words, like her mother would never have approved that.
1: Oh, please, honey. Your mother's the ringleader.
2: You know your mother's crazy. You start seeing some doubt in her eyes, like maybe, I don't know.
1: She has to know deep down in her bones. Mama, a little crazy.
2: Uh, at what I don't remember because I'm jumping around here, but at one part, Felix was in the woods with Jennifer and Jennifer's walking like 10 feet in front of him for some reason. And That's weird. Walker coincidence bullshit. A walker comes out of the woods as they're walking, not making any noise. Felix realizes this is his opportunity. Now this is the part that didn't make a lot of sense. He takes out his knife like he's going to stab her, but then turns the knife around so its handle down, and he bangs her in the back of the uh, the top of her back, like below her hell? neck. Why didn't he just punch her? I don't know what the back of the knife would have done, any more than punch. I don't even like it didn't make any sense to me. Like
1: Maybe it wasn't he could little get a little bit more blunt force behind it.
2: Maybe it was it was like he had like the the, the butt end of a gun. Like yeah, a rifle, yeah. Like
1: Head butted her with like, but the, it was a little yeah. handle
2: knife. He hit her in the back, and she collapsed and couldn't get up.
1: That didn't I find sin, that right? hard to believe.
2: He gets the walker right now. Somehow Huck has now rolled over on her back, conveniently, <laughs> so that he can lift up the walker by it by its clothing, of course, and hold it over her face and make her feel like she was about to die. And he says to her something along the lines of, "I wanted you to know how it, how it, it feels to know I want to kill you because I'm eventually going to kill you."
1: Mm -hmm. No longer biffles.
2: So she goes back without Iris because Iris is going to overthrow the government. That's her her goal. And she goes back and she sees her mother and she asks for, can I get a list of names of the survivors of Omaha and how many people survived? Because, you know, 97,000 people, no matter how big the herd was, some people would have run. Somebody's got to make it, you would think. Right. Even if there was 97,000 walkers. (laughs) <laughs> at some point, they're going to all crouch down and eat one person. Yeah. So the rest of them could have run out somehow. For sure. Put did, did the guts trick and got out of there. Oh, yeah, you're right. Although maybe they didn't know the guts trick. Maybe they don't know how to fight. Maybe because like if they're all from behind the wall.
1: Yeah, they don't. But even not... so,
2: you'd like push one and like run past it. It seems like that you you'd like lock yourself on the roof of a building. You'd find a way. There'd be some survivors. So Elizabeth, her mother, gets all like, you don't have a rank high enough to get that information. Really, you can't tell her like, "Oh yeah, we got like a hundred people out." What is why he is would that? You'd be top proud,
1: secret? like, "Oh my gosh, you know we were able to save right. X amount of people." She says, "You
2: shouldn't stir things up. You have enough trouble right now." You... That's not a normal response to a normal question. No. So then Jennifer has a flashback to her getting ready for her mission to infiltrate Omaha. She cuts her face open, which is why she has the scar on her face.
1: Yeah, she did it to herself. Yeah. Yep.
2: And her mother says, why'd you do that? She's like, you know, get ready. I want it to to look real. And then so she asks her why she did that. And then the next thing she does, she must have known it was coming. She puts her arm across two cinder blocks. And the CRM guard takes the butt of his rifle and breaks her arm. Oh. Like right at the joint.
1: That looked like it freaking
2: hurt. And that's why when the old couple found her, she had a broken arm and a cut bloody face. Yep. And that's why they rescued her. So... She, did, she took two for the team right there.
1: I mean, she legitimately was in really bad shape. She yeah. lied about it, but she was hurting.
2: So that was the only thing I thought was cool, was the backstory story. The rest the of the story, episode story. Was, Yeah, the rest of it was like, okay, fine, no one's going to die. Like, watching The Walking Dead keeps you on edge because you know at any moment someone can die. Oh, yeah. Unlike Fear, where really nobody dies of value. Although John Dory died, Spoiler.
1: Yeah, that was sad. That that he, I was actually really disappointed and he, he wanted it off the face. show.
2: He wanted off the show. Nobody on this show is going to die for a while. I keep waiting like at some point one of them needs to go. Like the sisters are going to make it to mostly the end. But I I feel like who I think Elton needs to go?
1: Do you feel like one sister is not going to make it to the yes. end of the this, Yes, oh. I feel like one Which not gonna sister. Which uh, sister?
2: Iris. I feel like uh, I feel like Hope may die trying to save her father. Uh, Otherwise, like she's too bright not to have ended up somewhere else. I've, I know I've, she's so smart. Yeah, I, I don't think she's going to make it. That's just my prediction. We're going to break down uh, Fear the Walking Dead, which is a show that has a little more action to it. And we'll do that as soon as we come back right after this.
0: Hi, this is Scott Wilson, Herschel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers Podcast with David Brody and Jamie. Have fun. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A Redwood Forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
3: Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. There's joy in every journey.
2: All right, Jamie. Fear, episode called The Beacon. There's a guy out in a radiation suit and a gas mask looking for food. He kills a walker that had radiation burns, but the cans of food that are in his backpack are full of radiation. This guy has a Geiger counter. He's able to check the radiation. Good fam. I I would like to say that we got a tweet from Jessica Scruggs at Lola Waffles Mm 3122. I'm calling BS. Everyone conveniently has a radiation detector. Radiation detector bullshit.
1: I, I agree with that. Where are they all getting it? And how do they all know how to use it and read it?
2: Well, I mean, it's, it's based on the sound and the little dial. Like it, it, it's like a battery tester.
1: But they're just all laying around?
2: Well, that, that's the thing. We find out that we're maybe 50 days. Well, we don't know how many days. It's it's been a, it's been a few months since the one character
1: life. thinks it's about
2: fifty. Well, no, he, the, Will said he's been in the van for fifty days. Yes, but he was also living in the hotel with Alicia.
1: Yes, he was. So
2: we don't know how long it's been, but but the impression is it's been a number of months. But there was no big time. time jump.
1: No, no, no. Right, there
2: was no big a few months, maybe. Right, no, no catching up to the Walking Dead. No, no, which is you know seven, eight years ahead. Right, right. I'm gonna yeah. oil this chair. It's creaky. so he can't eat the food. He sees a possum laying there with its guts ripped out and he walks away to go look for food. And I thought to myself, we're going to see that possum again, aren't we? We're absolutely going to see that (laughs) possum again. (laughs) The guy eventually goes back to the van he's living in. He's counting the days and it looks like he's, he's been there a number of weeks in that van. He goes outside of his van and there are piles of bodies that are turned to ash. He's out looking for food again. The stream, all the fish are dead from the radiation. Oh, it is bleak out there. And he's marking off places on a map where there's no food. Everything in the show is post-nuclear. It's yellow and covered in dirt. Mm. And it's just its just an awful looking environment. And of course, there's zombies. You know, there's yes, walkers Yes, so there. it's like,
1: it's really bad. It's
2: a double apocalypse. It is. He's in his van and he's got no water and no food. And he's got his windows covered with, with that silver tinfoil paper, like when they wrap you in. Like after the marathon?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: He, uh, he looks out the window and he sees a bunch of people running and killing walkers. Now he noticed that the walkers are being stripped of their clothing. So there's naked walkers running around. Bizarre. Right? And he's got a gun to protect himself. He I guess he, he waits till they all leave. He walks outside of his van and uh, six walkers approach him. We assume he, he's, he killed them with his knife because we don't see them after that. They're just all dead or he's gone. Yeah. He goes out exploring. He finds a lighthouse, okay? At this point, I thought he would run across somebody on the show, right? That's
1: what I was thinking. He was going to run into somebody.
2: But he doesn't. Uh, he walks up to the bell tower, and there's a there's a walker up there, and he kills it, and he sees that the the walker must have died of starvation because there's all food wrappers laying around. And that's when he realizes it's pretty much hopeless there's no food out here so he goes back to the possum you cut to a scene where he's got the possum on a spit and he's oh. cooking the possum which you know if it doesn't have radiation it's it's still gross and, and i was
1: gonna say can you even like would it burn off the radiation
2: when you're or cooking even, it? well well he would have eaten the canned food then and how do you get rid of like the the rancid and the disease that this possum must have oh Gross. so he's looking at the possum and he's crying realizes his life has turned into this
1: this is bad
2: and a walker approaches him and he's he's not moving he's going to let the walker eat him I guess now if you have a gun if you're going to kill yourself kill yourself don't, yeah, don't uh, yeah go out in one shot versus being eaten alive yeah don't do that anyway, yeah great bef- don't yeah before the walker gets him perfect timing as is everything in this show <laughs> three people shoot the walker and tell him he has to come with them and they take his picture. He asks if they're the ones who've been stripping the bodies, and he tries to run away, but of course he trips and bangs his head. Of course. Yeah, and they take him away. They strip him naked. They hose him down to get all the radiation off of him, and they show his ass. They do. They showed some hiney. Have we seen a live ass before on the show? <laughs> Who I don't was it? Recall.
1: Oh, we saw Princess. I just, I guess, naked from the back, just the top though. So I don't really think we. No, we I don't see think full we've on seen. Ass? No, I don't think. Oh, I think we saw Abraham's ass when he was uh, having a thing with oh, Rosita. Oh, right,
2: and Eugene was watching.
1: And Eugene was watching.
2: All right, all right, all right.
1: I he, think that's only the only full ass we've
2: had. Okay, all right, and no, and it wasn't a broken ass like yours. <laughs> no, that was not a broken ass. And it, if it was
1: Daryl's ass, I would uh, remember. Ah, here, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> they uh, they take him up an elevator, and there's the men that took him are like wearing camouflage, like they're military men. And he punches them like he's Captain America in the elevator. He overpowers them. I'm not sure he'd be able to do that. And he runs off the elevator and right into Strand's apartment. And Strand puts a gun to his head. And Victor says, I'm Victor Strand. And who are you? And that's how the the scene ends. And that's when the credits roll. There's a new opening with Strand on a green background that looks like a nuclear explosion. Yeah. Now, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but Trev's Chan 2... The YouTube channel I'm not gonna spoil anything he noticed because he's up to episode three of fear oh wow this is is this episode one
1: yeah this is a, this is the premiere episode right one. so
2: episode two came out last week I think on, on a- 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 AMC plus AMC plus and somehow he watched uh, episode three uh, maybe it's out maybe he gets advanced copies but I'll tell you this one of the main <laughs> characters of the show is, is not in the credits as of episode three. Oh. And they didn't die on episode two because he didn't mention it. What? So yeah, I'm not going to say who it is because I haven't watched them up to that yet. Oh, man. I'm just throwing that out there. There's something to look forward to. Check that out. Make sure you take a look. I want to see. Uh, Strand and Howard, the guy whose apartment it was, set a table and give Will, his name is Will, we find out, a yep. fancy pasta dish and a glass of scotch. It's pretty Sounds pretty good to me. And he says, you can have the food, but you have to answer a few questions. Because as you know, we have to answer Strangers have to answer questions. Of Always. He said, what did you do before? Uh, and he, the guy says, before the dead started walking and before someone decided to blow up the world. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, which before?
1: Which apocalypse?
2: He says, I was a senator's aide and I did PR for him. He said, we were in a safe shelter with the senator and a couple of aides, but we were forced to go outside and the senator didn't make it. So we find out he was outside for 50 days, which we talked about. He says, there are people out there stripping the dead. He said, I call them stalkers, but I don't know who they are because they're behind gas masks.
1: And that's creepy.
2: Yeah. So I'm letting you know there's some crazy people out there. Strand takes them on a tour. And this guy's playing like on a putting green. There's yoga going on. Oh, yeah. It was
1: like a a spa resort.
2: people painting. And Strand says, I had my rangers go out and bring back anything worthwhile. Now, I don't know how his rangers found the building. But at the, at, the, uh, at the time of the... Well, I guess they explain it later. But at that time, I'm like, how did they all find the building? There was a nuclear explosion. So he says, I brought all these people in like you and I let them stay if they have value. Like you have hmm. to show me you have value, Will. Yeah. And Will sees a... a remember the, the, the wall of memories at Commonwealth, all the missing? Yes, there was a wall of photos. He says, um, it's pictures of every walker we found... Whether we killed them or not, whether they were alive or not, we take their pictures so that the people living in the building can see if their loved ones are dead or not and get closure. Will asks him if Strand is looking for anyone, and he says, I have everything I need right here. Avoidance. Avoidance, right. They go on the roof. They've got solar panels. They're farming. And so I thought to myself, Why why is there no radiation up there? Why is there no...
1: That's what I thought. Like, how are you fine with no mask and all that your fruit's growing and you're fine?
2: So then Strand tells him, conveniently, that the weather patterns took the fallout away from them. So the wind blew in a different direction.
1: Weather, fallout, bullshit.
2: Yeah. So he's talking to Will about his philosophy and different things, and Strand decides. He says, you know what? Yeah, I thought about it. You gotta go. So Will says, what do you mean I have to go? Like, out of nowhere, he's like, and goodbye. Yeah, you gotta leave. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. I don't think uh, you share my vision. We're not
1: vibing. We gotta go.
2: So, Strand says, you gotta go. And Will's begging him, and Strand says, sorry, I'm not sorry. And so, Will's packing up his things, and he takes a charm necklace out of his bag, and he says, here, you will need this more than I will. It's Mind supposed F. It's supposed to help you carry a heavy burden. Strand sees it, gets riled up, and says, where did you find this? And Will says, I took it off of a walker, a dead walker. And Strand says, I'll make you a deal. Take me to where you found it, and I will let you stay here. So I thought it was nice. Yeah. If you remember, this is the necklace he gave Alicia last season.
1: That's why I thought, bullshit, yeah. you got that from Alicia, not a walker. You're lying. You're leading him into somewhere.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the necklace that he gave Alicia to help her stay grounded because he didn't think he could keep stay and be himself.
1: Red He's flag, like, red flag.
2: Right. So Strand and Will and a few other guys go out on horseback. Now, they're all wearing face masks, right?
1: Like, uh, yeah, those uh,
2: gas masks. masks. Right. I, immedi- well, I immediately called horse bullshit for the first time that the horses have are not affected by the radiation.
1: Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. You're right. They're breathing it in. They would die. Yeah,
2: so our new listener, oh who's no. also a new listener of the Brooklyn Boys, I'll remind you. Michael Southmade, he tweeted at us, love you guys, looking forward to every podcast you do. I'm sorry Jamie is sick, but I can't wait for the next one because I'm talking radiation horse bullshit on fear, and you, David, are the man. Well, thank you. Michael, Uh, you are right. I'm up to episode 160 of the Brooklyn Boys podcast and can't get enough of those rants. Yes, Michael, thank you. You have, at this point, another 34 episodes to go of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. (laughs) So the horses apparently... Don't have a problem with radiation because everyone's on horses.
1: Oh my God,
2: I did. Duh. Yeah. Strand says he was at a settlement, but they asked him to leave. And he said, uh, my exit wasn't voluntary and I want to try to make it up to them to earn my way back. And Strand, in typical Strand fashion, says success is the best revenge. Don't spend a moment trying to make things right. Focus on trying to show them they were wrong. That's fucked up. Right. But That's his philosophy. <laughs> he's, he's lost it. And he says, if you secure a place at the tower, you won't need anyone. History is vit- written by the victors. No pun intended, I'm assuming, on his part.
1: Haha, <laughs> victors.
2: Yeah. It starts raining. Now, they've all taken their gas masks off. But it starts raining. And Will says, you got to put your gas masks on because the rain pulls contaminants out of the air. Yes which, you know, I don't know know if I would have thought that, but he knew that. They put their masks back on, and again, the poor horse does not have a mask. Oh. Will says they take him to the overpass where he's been living in the truck.
1: Yes, they're right there.
2: Will says, I find it kind of ironic that you're looking for someone when you said you had everything you need. And Strand says, Hmm. I do. And Will says, then how come you're out here looking for her? Oh, oh, there it is. And Strand says... I never told you I was looking for a woman. Now, at that point, I didn't realize what was going on. I thought for a second that he just assumed that he only a woman would drive him that crazy. Right? Oh, Do, I
1: knew immediately he meant Alicia. Yeah.
2: And then I remembered, I think Strand is gay, I think. Yeah, he is. Right? Yeah. So, right, or by at least. Strand tells his men he believes they were lured out there under false pretenses and they turn their guns on him, on Will. Strand says to him, where is Alicia? So now he's figured it out. He knows that, you know, he knows like, he's looking for Alicia.
1: This is bullshit. She's not dead. Okay, buddy, where is she?
2: Now, before he could say anything, perfect timing bullshit, the stalkers show up and start firing automatic weapons at a group of men standing in the middle of a street, and not they miss. anything. They yeah, miss. And
1: they miss. They and they weren't doing anything wrong. Apparently,
2: they're stormtroopers. <laughs> so as they break up, one of them shoots Will in the leg. So he falls down, that attracts a ton of walkers that for some reason only sneak up on the stalker guys. They don't come. Now, Will sees walkers in front of him because Strand picks him up. But those walkers don't seem to come any closer for a little while until Strand and Will jump in the van. The other walkers from the other side sneak up on the stalkers that are firing automatic weapons and eat at least two of them.
1: Oh, God, I know that was... ah. Uh, they do.
2: What I, don't, I know you don't hear them because you're firing your weapons, but if you're firing weapons and you've survived in the apocalypse this long, don't you think walkers are going to be attracted?
1: Of course. That's like rule 101. You make noise, here they
2: come. Exactly. So Strand has him in the van, and he asks about Alicia again, and Will says, I don't know anything about her. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And then... Strand sees a box on it from the Franklin Hotel, which is where they locked Alicia in the basement. That was the bomb shelter. Yep. And Strand remembers that's where they brought Alicia. That's where Teddy left her. So he says, I no longer need you, Will. And Will says, you should not go out there, right? If you go after her, she will never forgive Strand for going after her. And he says, I need to go to show her I was right. So he wants to fight Alicia, So he can show her that his way of being a selfish prick allowed him to build and live and thrive.
1: Oh, now she's going to love you just more just that you wanted to prove that point and be a dick about it. Right.
2: He opens the door and he he throws the door, the van doors open and you see walkers approach the van. Yeah, what the hell was that? And so he's, because he didn't care if he lived or not at that point. And he, he manages to get up with his bum leg and grab the doors and close them. Now remember, Right outside the van, where he and Will jumped in the van to avoid walkers, is the horse tied up.
1: Oh, it's going to die.
2: Did you watch the episode?
1: I did. So what are you did, talking about? I've, I don't remember them taking it. Strand got on the horse. Oh, that's... Well, I watched it so long ago. We get it early. I forget. I forgot. Oh, you're scared me. I'm traumatized by
2: Buttons, okay, in season five of The Walking oh, Dead. Oh, my God. Let Buttons go. <laughs>
1: Spoiler, Buttons is dead.
2: Buttons died savagely. Anyway, Strand takes the horse, from what I remember, and the walkers don't eat the horse. They were out there with the horse. That's horse bullshit,
1: because every horse in The Walking Dead gets eaten. Exactly. By people,
2: by people or walkers. Right. Strand goes... He finds the lighthouse... And he sets up shop in the top of the lighthouse. For some reason, he goes back down, opens up the doors to the lighthouse, and goes outside. Then he goes back inside and doesn't close the doors. I know. What the hell was that? Will comes out of the fog and holds him at gunpoint. Will tells him, I knew the whole time who you are. I knew you were Strand. I was testing you to see if you were worth saving. Now he's got him inside the lighthouse at gunpoint. He said Alicia was trapped in a bunker against her will with Teddy's followers. And... It didn't make her a cynical asshole like it made you. She's a real leader. People follow you because they fear you, not out of respect. If they step out of line, you'll turn on them. That's not leadership. Snap. Just, I learned leadership from the senator and from Alicia. Wow. Will says Alicia asked him to do something that he wouldn't do, and it would have protected everyone but her, and I wouldn't do it. Because he loves her. Love Lerve. Lerve. <laughs> he thought if he brought Strand to Alicia... She would let him back in the community. But after what he's seen today, that Strand is an asshole, she wouldn't recognize you, Strand. You're just evil. And Strand basically says, yeah, no, I agree with you.
1: Yeah, he's like, no, she wouldn't recognize me. You're right. You got me.
2: Strand says he's the one that gave Alicia that necklace. And Will says, I know. I knew it would get your attention. Strand says, can I have the medallion back? Because at this point, he's taken the medallion from Strand, right? He took yes. it. Yes, he took it. He took it. If you took it, you took it because you wanted it, right? So then Strand says, can I have it back? Well, why'd you take it then? I don't <laughs> I don't understand that. It the, went
1: back and forth a few times, though. So
2: the only reason that Will took the necklace was so that Strand could ask for it back.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that we wouldn't know. It's like three-card Monty. Got to follow the red card. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's no reason for Will to ask for the medallion back if he was going to just give it back to Strand. Exactly. So he leans forward to give him the medallion rather than just toss it to him. And Strand pulls him down and tries to overpower him.
1: Classic move. I freaking knew that was going to happen. I'm like, you're an idiot. Just
2: toss it to him, you idiot. But of course, somehow Will, with his bum leg, overpowers Strand and says, that's the third time you've tried to kill me. I thought if I brought you to where Alicia is, it would bring us back together. But she's better off without you. Everyone is better off without you. He opens the doors to the lighthouse, and there's a herd of walkers walking towards the lighthouse. Why are they walking towards the lighthouse?
0: The, light's, the light's not are. on. No, wasn't it? Li- didn't they no. turn it on? No.
2: Oh, it wasn't on yet. It wasn't on it yet. It wasn't on yet. He opens the doors, and he, he's acting, and he stands there like he wants the walkers to eat him.
1: That was bizarre. He just, so yeah, he stood it's there. It's
2: bizarre that the walkers are walking towards the lighthouse. There was no noise. There was no light. There was fog. How are they all walking towards the door exactly?
1: In the fog with no noise.
2: Yeah. So Strand runs up and drags him back in and closes the doors. And Will says, I know some of those walkers. In the fog. In the dark. He says, (laughs) some of them are from the bunker. Something bad must have happened. And Will says, I didn't see Alicia out there with the walkers. But then again, I didn't see everyone. And Strand says, then let's go outside and find out. They assume because there's other people there from the bunker. That she's there. That she's there. So, Strand goes out. And the two of them go out, and it's dark. They can't see. Will finds a little bit of fuel and pours it in the generator to get the lighthouse light going. That's right. Yeah. After about a minute, the lantern burns out after they've killed a bunch of walkers. And now there's fog, and you can't see in front of you more than a foot.
1: Can't see anything. Go back.
2: Right. Strand is killing them with his sword. He's, he takes out a bunch of them in the dark. One of them is about to bite Strand in the shoulder and Will shoots it. Perfect timing, Will. Thank you. Good shot. shot. Strand says, why'd you save me? And Will says, because you care about her. You do. You do care about her. So in other words, you have a redeeming quality. He said, you don't run into fog like that because you want to prove you're right.
1: Exactly. Well, to a
2: normal person, that's probably right. But Strand absolutely would run into the fog to prove (laughs) he was right.
1: I'm right, damn it.
2: Yep. He says, you want to save her. I want to save her. So then, Strand says, "So let's go do that. Let's go save her." All right. So they're off to save the wizard. They're going to go to the hotel because that's where they think that's the last place they saw her. We'll finish the recap of this episode right after this.
0: Hey, Xander Berkeley Gregory from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Broden and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Great. Can we ask you to do it one
2: more time the mics down there? Oh, sorry. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> sorry. Is it still running? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's still running. <laughs> Hey, it's Xander Berkeley, Gregory from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers Podcast. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, this is Jody
3: Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away.
2: All right, we're back. They go to the Franklin Hotel and everything above ground is destroyed from the nuclear oh, explosion. Of course. Again, they are wearing gas masks, but the horse isn't. <laughs> the horse is still kicking. Right. They leave it outside uh, just by itself rather than bring it into the hotel.
1: Oh, my God. And nothing ate it. Come on now. Again,
2: right. What is it, stink? Is that a body odor? <laughs> I don't, Oh, I don't know. They see that there's no one left in the hotel. Strand says, how many people lived here? And he said, about 128, including the senator. He said, I was upstairs cleaning the ventilation system or some shit, and Teddy's men came in and killed everyone. They walk into a giant conference room that looks like the UN. Yeah, it did. There's paintings on the wall. It looks like a painting of Alicia walking towards a painting of a man. Yes. Like she's looking for him. There's a note on the podium, which has like a presidential seal on it. And it says, for will, and inside the envelope, it says Padre. Which, of course, you know, means father or yeah. the baseball team that plays in San Diego. <laughs> Strand says, what does Padre mean? And Will is not very helpful. He says, I don't know what it means, but it's probably going to get her killed. I don't know what it means. It might not even exist. So maybe she was told that Padre was a community.
1: Yeah, because Strand's like, it? Like, what is it?
2: But whatever it is, Will doesn't know. Didn't Alicia tell her, like...
1: Yeah, you'd think you'd leave him a freaking clue that he'd understand, Alicia. He's
2: obviously lying because if she says Padre, she knows, first of all, she knew he'd come back even though she kicked him out,
1: I guess. Yeah.
2: And he says, I was hoping to find this Padre thing first so she wouldn't have to. And obviously Will loves her and he admits he needs her. And Strand says, yeah, I love her too. And now they're best buddies. They leave together with walkers pulling a cart. So they're walking and they have... They they have a cart now and they put the lighthouse in the cart and the walkers are pulling the cart.
1: Yeah, what the hell? That thing's heavy. How the hell they get it in there? But the
2: walkers, I don't know why no one's done this before that I remember. They are walking in front of the walkers and the walkers are trying to eat them. So they're pulling the cart. Oh my God. That's great. Very clever. Clever. Very good. They put the light on top of the office building where they're living to work as a beacon, which I thought, how'd you get it wired up?
1: That's what I thought. And you had gas and it wired up and it happened to fit. I mean, come on now.
2: Yeah. You had a generator to power it up. Yeah. But just that's like a wink, wink. Just assume it worked. A really gross melted face walker goes by the camera. Really good special effects makeup. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking now I wrote, here's what I wrote. The light is going to attract a ton of walkers and probably a lot of stragglers looking for a place to live.
1: It's it's basically to the dead and alive saying, come here, come here, come here.
2: Strand says, Alicia's the closest thing I have to family. You said she can't lead alone. Strand says, I've watched many people try to lead and fail. They all fell short for the same reason. Love, right? It doesn't make you strong. People you love, they destroy you. Mm. And Will says, that light isn't to attract Alicia, is it? And Strand says, no, it's to keep other people away as far as possible. In other words, it's going to bring...
1: Every walker in.
2: Every walker, and this way he'll have a wall of walkers. No one will try to get in. So here's what I wrote. Will is going over the side of the roof. That's what I wrote. (gasps) You (laughs) called it right away? I said, Will is going over the side. Yeah, because Strand is is mental. And he doesn't want this... This guy's going to try to share Alicia's affection. And so... Will says, you know she'll find this place and she'll get through to you. Now, it's one of those things you should just shut your mouth. Uh, yeah. Why are you trying to win Strand over? You're like, she's going to come here and she's going to change you. Oh. Which is exactly what he did. Remember he asked Will to leave because he didn't feel like he believed in the same things? Yeah, they had different morals and values. So I'm like, he already tried to kick you out. So Strand grabs him by the shirt, whatever. <gasps> And throws him over the side of the building to die in the parking lot.
1: Shit, he didn't even flinch. He's like, boop, and he just went over.
2: That's some evil shit. That That is dark.
1: That is dark.
2: Strand then says, After this, Alicia will never want to have anything to do with me again, which is what I want. Now, first of all, how is she going to know you threw Will off the roof?
1: I think he's going to tell her if she comes up.
2: Yeah, but you could have... I mean, you could have killed him anyway, a different way. You could have just, I don't know. You But by to the find time her.
1: she gets there, if he's roaming around, I mean, you would think he got hurt another way.
2: Right, you're hoping that she comes there, even though you don't want her to come there. She fights through the walkers, even though you don't think she can fight through the walkers. Yeah. So that you can tell her, Alicia, I killed your pal Will. Leave me alone. Don't ever forgive me. Howard, the roommate, says, do you want us to go down there and get a picture of him? For the wall. And Strand says no. Nobody here is looking for him.
1: Oh my god. He's psychotic.
2: Right. And Howard says that light is going to draw more people. And he says maybe the people that you used to be with like Morgan Jones. And Strand says I'm not worried. No one will get to me. They'll have to go through them first. Meaning the herd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Morgan
1: can make it scroll down die, remember?
2: Yep. scroll down to will walkers are eating his legs they eventually stop eating his legs i guess they're full and he's turned into a, then he turns into a walker so oh, i guess his, once he I turns was
1: coming out oh. i guess once he
2: turns they stop eating him
1: yeah because then i guess he's his he smells different now he right the minute he dead. turns
2: right his f- side of his face is smashed in
1: Oh, I think, was I wrong, or did, was his spinal cord coming out the back of his I shirt? don't know,
2: but here's something else. Unless he bounced,
1: he oh. was falling
2: back first.
1: Yes, he was. Yes, he was. You're right. He was. So
2: did he bounce up and roll over? Did he roll over in pain? Because he was alive on the ground.
1: Maybe he bounced so hard, he and then he just flipped over. But it looks I like he know. landed
2: on his face, right? His face got smashed.
1: Oh, yeah. His face and his eyeball was coming out. Unless...
2: Uh, did he turn his head? He and landed he so hard his eye just popped out. But it lo- so it looks like he landed face down because his face down smash was there.
1: Yeah, that's what it looked like. for So sure. how
2: did he turn himself in mid over and then land on his? If you're falling, would you really go face first?
1: No, I wouldn't want to fall face first.
2: Yeah. So that's how it ends. Will is dead. Scenes for next week: Morgan and Grace squat looking for a new place to live. I guess the submarine is not great anymore. With
1: the baby, and of
2: course they run into trouble. They run into more people, and you know mayhem ensues. Always, I think they show Dwight and Sherry in one of the, in one of the sneak peeks, but nobody from the helicopter. Hmm. And Aisha Tyler directed the episode, and she joins the cast at least for one episode. I feel like she's going to be eaten. <gasps> you do, I, yeah. I feel like, well, she said on Talking Dead, she saw the role and thought this role is so great, I have to play it. Well, when yeah. you're the director, yeah, but also. You gave yourself a job. You're going to get paid. Like you. Exactly. You didn't audition anyone. You took the job. And now you, <laughs> you do just it. took it. You gave yourself a job. That's got to be nice. <laughs> I wish I must could do be, that. Must be nice. I should be the host of the show. I'm going to host the show. <laughs> so uh, episode two is out already on MC Plus. So I'm not sure if yes. I'll watch it early. And uh, the trailer for uh, World Beyond. It looked okay. You go look on YouTube for it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, something's got to happen. I think, I think Jada shows up in episode four. I, so, finally.
1: I need, We need to see her. I want to see her.
2: Yeah, I got to see something. So episode three, I, I don't know. World beyond. They, yeah. better, they better have like, somebody better mention like, <coughs> Rick. You know, something.
1: Yeah, <coughs> Rick, Rick. Rick. Remember that
2: guy, Rick? Not Remember here that
1: guy, Rick with the beard? Oh, right? yeah, that guy. We don't
2: know where he is anymore, but he was here.
1: He escaped. Where is he? Yeah. Something.
2: All right, we managed to do an episode in the third. All right, Jamie, I'm out of breath. <laughs> it's got to be time.
1: What time is it? It's It's time time to to shut 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 this this shit shit down. down.
0: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
1: A Redwood Forest
0: would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With elbow Grease, Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a
0: weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life
1: continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandys.